Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Okay, welcome to Pottercast number 198. Aren't you glad you joined us today for this nonsense? Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I just. It's it's tempting, but I'll be good. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. We are here. I'm Melissa again. Here with John and Sue. With no frack right now because we can't find him. And frack. And frack. And frack. <laughs> that's school. Frack's at school. I thought Teacher. frack was done. No, well, he's got cleanup day today. I clean up the classrooms like oh, filch. Lovely. All right. Well, this just is going to be a very filch. informal podcast because we're all still kind of high from LeakyCon. Um. So we hope you enjoyed last week's show, which actually isn't on the internet as we record this. But you mean the Leaky Con show? Yeah, our last show was from Leaky Con. Oh yeah, how do you like those those uh, musical guests? Oh, the Ministry of Magic was wonderful. I loved them; they were wonderful. I, I, I yeah. think I like them even more acoustic than I do non-acoustic. Yeah, well, there are some songs that they don't do acoustic though that are quite fun. Yeah. Yes, they they're very good live and. Uh, but that was such a marvelous treat. I think for some people it was the first time they'd heard them, and you know their voices were just magnificent. And I just was yeah. quite happy. I, and they even Voldemort danced with Luna Lovegood too, which was amazing. Yes. Can we can we have a sec- a segment today just telling WikiCon stories? Because okay, yes, I have a story about Voldemort, and I think I have a Is story it, about it, everybody. Yeah. Oh. Of the good okay. kind. Yes. Of the good okay. kind. I feel like I spent the whole con with a camera in my hand. You did. <laughs> Yeah. You re- <laughs> Wonder why. Thrilling. Well, let's let's tell everybody who was not at LeakyCon, there are two opportunities for you to take part in the magic. The first one is available right now. Go to Leaky. There's uh. a link for our live album. You need to get this album. I just got the raw files in the mail, and God, it was epic. They, and it sounds it sounds as epic as it was. Um, I mean, like, if you like Wizard Rock and you've previously bought Wizard Rock CDs and you're like, this song is so cool. I but this band probably sounds better live. Well, this is probably some of the best recordings of these live performances. So <laughs> I'd get it is. I'd get it in this disc if I was you. Don't listen out on YouTube. YouTube it sounds like crap. Well that's why so we don't that. really care that people are uploading videos and you know, it's it's not because it sounds like crap, but because you can't you can't compare. Yeah, well, I mean it sounds like doesn't, that doesn't not sound like crap. And, okay, this but, is a very nice, high-quality version on, on CD. Yes. Compact disc. We've recorded all the tracks separately. I mean, it's going to be something... This is never... I, as far as I know, there's never been a professionally recorded Wizard Rock show, especially from something yeah. as big as a, as a conference. And I think all the bands told us individually, I can't count one that didn't, that this was the best show, or one of the best shows they have ever played. Uh. So, put, do all that math. Put all that uh, math into a CD, and then what wonder I loved, uh, why you haven't ordered it yet. What I loved about the Wizard Rock is it seemed like every band finished their set with like getting every other band on stage at the same time, which just go <laughs> yes. crazy. Yes. Like every single time, like like oh, it's the last song. Everybody get up on stage and go crazy. 
<laughs> Except for and I thought that those are those are the ones that I filmed the most of. <laughs> I but they were so wonderful. It was marvelous. It, it really was. It really, there's mm-hmm. something. I mean, other other events I've been to um, they haven't really appreciated. I think the rock. And we at Leaky have worked with these guys for so long that I think we understand, I think the staff understands something about rock that maybe has been elusive in other places, which is that it's not only just about the, it's not only about the music, it's that you have this amazing feeling dancing with people. It like unlocks pure enjoyment of, yes. the, of the books in a, in a way that you can express in a heightened way, like dancing and, and shouting, and and then when you add to that, Harry and the Potter's doing Dumbledore, which they don't always do, the largest circle of amazingness that's ever occurred, and then, like, Harry and the Potter's covering Nirvana, you know, it's, yeah. it just takes it up so many degrees and everybody at Leaky has understood this and so we didn't we didn't treat rock as just something that's kind of necessary at a conference we treated rock as something that was crucial to a conference oh for sure and I think it made a difference yeah and then Sue had this brilliant idea to tell Paul and Joe to uh, cook 40 pounds of bacon and pass <laughs> them out the, during their show. That was the most random thing of all. I was, like, hiding off, like, in a corner, like, trying to just watch it, you know? And, you know how long that would have taken them? It took them all afternoon, he told me. Paul told me he took, like, hours, like, three or four hours cooking bacon. Hours. It was 17 pounds of bacon. So gross. 17 pounds and then they wouldn't I didn't know about it he wouldn't tell me ahead of time so I tried to go backstage and I got blocked they were like what's, yeah. what's, what's going on 17 pounds of bacon and then he took all the bacon grease and put it in a gallon jug and we auctioned it off and somebody actually wanted it oh jeez uh, yuck that makes me sick just don't dump it down your drain because then you'll have a clogged drain and you'll be like ah my drain now, so. now, let's point this out. This was not my idea. This was the Potters. I had everyone's like, "Oh, it's this fun." Uh, no, it's not. Do that not sounds like John. a Sue idea. <laughs> but it was so funny. I just was like, you know, you know the song "Bacon," but it was just so random to be served bacon by a person that's like kind of Dumbledore, Santa Claus kind of strange characters yeah. that were dressed up there serving you bacon, and people were going mad for it. They were just yeah. eating it like mad in the middle of a rock concert. It was the most. So these are the funny things. This is this is the funny uh, like huh, moments when yeah. you sit and wonder. Like J.K. Rowling at one point was sitting out at the table or at the calf, you know, yeah. writing that part of the book, and she's like, "What could Harry be eating?" Mm, all right, well let's have him eat some bacon, and then boom, you know, fast forward a little bit, and there are kids throwing bacon out at rock concerts and cooking gallon jugs of grease. She said, wow. That's See, I, Talk about your I, butterfly effect. That's funny. I blamed them, though, when I saw Paul the next morning. we At our a hotel, for those that stayed there, our, the stupid fire alarm kept going off. And when uh, first, I people I saw downstairs with Paul, and I'm like, Paul. And the second time it went off, I'm like, Paul, are you cooking bacon again? It was really funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite videos of LeakyCon is on our is on our, our sister channel over at um, Room Thirty Four Twenty Eight. It's YouTube.com slash Room Thirty Four Twenty Eight, and they put up this video mid mid conference, and it was it starts with everybody because okay, let me explain. I I 
at one point was walking over to the rock show and John Green was talking about um, how like how long of a day he had had on Friday because he did two he did two uh, keynotes and then he looked at me and said oh I'm sorry I'm so- I shouldn't say that in front of Melissa what's it like to sleep 12 minutes a night and that's uh. that's pretty much how many minutes I had slept when that stupid fire alarm got up and uh, Maureen Johnson was in my room because we needed a place to, 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 to put her last minute so um, we both woke up and looked at each other and went no no this is not this is this is not happening grabbed our laptops got you know got out out the door and um i grabbed the laptop like well, a child of course you grab a laptop like a child we both right i we know freaking laptop so when i saw this video that room 3428 put up and sue during it it totally encapsulated what we all felt because sue's hair is just kind of like sticking up from all sides <laughs> And she looks like whoever whoever bothers her next is going to get a foot to the face, and that it was so perfect because that's how we all felt. Oh, uh, I I did not want to get out of bed. There's just no. Oh, I did what? not. I, and then I couldn't believe it when they were going down the stairs, and of course they say you can go back, and it was just one of those moments. You're thinking, hotel fire alarms are worthless. I'm not going to repeat the words. I've... But literally, I, like, I woke up and there's like four bedrooms because the, the hotel moved us to the suite so that we wouldn't bother the rest of the guests. <laughs> and um, yeah. and uh, there's four bedrooms and I'm like, all right, here I am, the mom again. I start knocking hard on the Get up, fire alarm. Got to get out of the building. Let's go. I'm like super like yeah. hall monitor at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> Come back later. We don't want any. We don't want any. We don't I'm not, I'm, my new rule is that I'm not getting out for any hotel alarm until I hear it screams or smells nice. smoke. Because <laughs> honestly, that'd be a fun little moment. It takes a hotel a long time to catch on fire. So by the time that there's a flame, you can figure out how to dodge around it or go down different stairs. And that'd be interesting. That but, would not be interesting, I say, as somebody who lived in New York in 2001. It would not be interesting. I well, take fire safety very seriously. Talking about hotels here. Oh, right, because hotels are much... I'm making a completely uh, ridiculous distinction um, between buildings and hotels, but because at a hotel... Oh, we got a firefighter in the chat. Alright. Well, now I'm just a jackass. Yeah. There. We weren't going to go until we saw the truck. You know, you looked out the window and you saw the truck and you kind of knew that. I mean, because those guys, what what firefighters do are, of course, just vital and and they're extraordinary people. But um, it was just like, oh, no way. But I do believe they were the object of several darts out of people's eyes as they exited. Holy cow. I mean, (laughs) two days in a row? What's the deal? Yeah. And then on one of the videos, you can hear MJ in the background going, this is crap. Yes, yes. So yeah. MJ, <laughs> so MJ, I love her. MJ, of course, is our super awesome, yeah. fabulous co-director of the Leaky Company. Oh. She was, she was amazing. Her. You know what else? Can I point out? Mm-hmm. There was one other part of that video that amused me as much, and it has to do with somebody who likes to boogie, Uh-oh. boogie woogie, boogie woogie girl. Is this, is this Hank? No, it is if you and Hank. Let me tell you, there's something. part of you. Let's talk about this. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I, I I anticipated a lot of things about LeakyCon. I anticipated the, that the Green Brothers would come and they would be freaking awesome. I anticipated that the Rock would be epic. I anticipated that the that that we would dance our heads off. I did not anticipate Hank Green dancing like a maniac, pulling me with him, making it so that when we were done dancing, I I literally I am not exaggerating at all. I had to sit down for 15 minutes. I couldn't breathe. And by the time I got up, I was just soaked in sweat. I went and I found John. I was like, your brother 
is an animal. He's like, oh, I know. He won the something, something, something dancing from, you know, wherever they grew up. And then the next night he did it again. Yes. Uh. You were up on, is that the one, the next night you were up on the balcony, though? That? And that was awesome, man. And then we danced to You Can't Stop the Beat. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. And that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We were, I, I, you know, I, we fell on the floor afterwards. And we're like laying there on the floor, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, this is bad. And I just turned to him and I said, "This is going to be ugly on YouTube." And he's like, "Yes, it is." Speaking of videoing the dance, there will be an Easter egg on the LeakyCon DVD of uh, Melissa's dance number uh, with Hank on the balcony in its full uh, length entirety. You have it? Um, huh? I have some of it, actually, not all of it. So that whole full length entirely thing? I was just trying to freak you out. Oh. Well, it's on YouTube. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Yeah. Because it looked like we planned it and we totally didn't. There's going to be in the in the DVD menu, there's going to be a tiny little face of Muchka in the background. And if you click it, like it won't even highlight. You click it, it'll take you to that video. Nice. Can, can we talk seriously, though, about the DVD? Can you tell for, for people that are not listening, like in the live chat or don't know what, what oh, that sure. is, John? Well, John decided to spend like GeekCon with his video camera. And uh, filmed. Uh, you were a um, superhero. Yeah, I filmed. You know, pretty much all of the Wizard Rock, and uh, a lot of the big keynotes. Most, I think, all all the big keynotes, and um, filmed some of the programming, and filmed just out and about. You know, people chilling in the lobby. You know, the cosplay folks. Um, the, the Malfoy family showed up a few times to glare at me. Um, I love- Love them. Yeah, they're awesome. It was so funny. I showed up, I showed up to Talikikan or whatever, and like I was there for a day before people showed up. And then I saw those guys, and I'm like, oh, it's a Harry Potter con. Yeah, exactly. And now it started. <laughs> it's not a Harry Potter con until they show up. It's cool. They are those very guys cool. Those are fun. Are. But, uh, but yeah, this is a DVD. It's just going to show kind of like the best of that kind of stuff. And uh, I know a lot of people weren't able to go to the, uh, the keynotes. Um, so this will be a chance to listen to some of that. Um, Michael Goldenberg and uh, Cheryl and uh, John Green and uh, the Nerdfighters stuff. And we've got some live podcast in there. Um, and uh, we're working on compiling um, some of the best additional footage that people shot at the con um, that they want to contribute to the DVD. And... Um, yeah, make it make it like uh, you know. Sorry you couldn't go this time. Here's what you missed. Or hey, I had an awesome time with Ikikan. Here's some memories in DVD format. So cool. yes, it's, it's good because oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, I was just was really glad to see about the DVD because there's a lot of programming. I mean, it's not just all the rock concerts, as John was saying. That is, there was so much going on, so you can get a whole um, taste of what was going. On. I just felt like. Everywhere I went, I mean, I was talking to people. I just felt like I was in a constant blur the entire time. Oh, right. It was just not, oh, sure. and I missed a lot of things. So I'm personally actually me looking forward because there's a lot of stuff yeah. I just didn't, didn't, didn't did not get to that I'm I wanted to. I mean, yeah. yeah. And while while John was omnipresent for all of LeakyCon, he he couldn't have been everywhere. So if there was something that you did or that you went to that you didn't see John videoing and you would like us to include it and you, you know that somebody has it on video, please email us at staffwithpowdercast.com and right let us know how we can get that video because we don't. Yeah. it doesn't need to all be John's, you know, high quality. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, in particularly the, the Fountain of Fair Fortune stuff, um, any more angles of the Black Potter cast, and uh, any footage of uh, any of the big uh, Harry Potter lines programming, and um, and stuff like that, or even even just your, um, you know, playing around videos, because one thing I still want to do is, um, when I'm ready, actually, probably no sense putting it off, um, do a little... Um, LeakyCon memory video diary of people that can videotape themselves telling a short story about LeakyCon and they can toss it up on, on YouTube. It'll be a video response for now and then um, I'll collect them. Um, I'll, get, I'll get in touch and you can send me a high quality version. you got to send yeah. a better version than what they put up. I'm not, I'm not burning, burning YouTube quality to DVD. That's silly. But yeah, that, that would be fun. And that will so, give me something to do as we're sitting in the car on tour when I'm not driving. Yeah, because Melissa's going to be working pretty hard on the car on tour, too. It's not going to be the most fun car car ever. I got. I bought, I bought 30 Dramamine pills. So hopefully that covers me. Okay, good. Sue, I'm so sorry you can't come, but I know you got some family stuff. I, I do, and I'm I'm really sorry, and it's just it's totally personal family stuff. There's nothing, but I, I choose. I, I hope you can understand. I mean, I'm just um, there's just got a lot going on, and I'm really sorry, but it just has to do with my personal family, and that's it. And I I, I really really want to go on this, um, and um, but it just has to do. I, I just you know, there's a time you know Dumbledore talks about your choices, and I have to. I mean, it's my family, and I have to put all this first, and I, I'm. And um, so, but I really I wish I could be there, and it's just very hard. And I love these guys dearly, and being on tour is both crazy and fun. And um, and I wish I could be there. And I'm gonna, I don't know, I'll miss you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a fun little special Sue segment uh, for everybody. Uh, it's called Spy on Sue. Oh, huh. I uh, wanted to call it Where the, the Hell is Sue Upton, but where the, <laughs> where the Hell is Sue Upton <laughs> works <you>, too, <laughs> and. Uh, and we'll just call her up and see what she's doing. And you have to tell us exactly what you're doing. Don't like sugarcoat it. Like if it's something silly, like just washing a dish or like like uh, taking the cat out or whatever cats take do. The cat out. <laughs> I can say, you mean her litter? Would you like to see me change her litter, John? Sure. We don't need to see anything, but we just need to know what you're doing when we call you at that moment. Okay, I will. I will be glad to fill you in. I, so I don't imagine there'll, there'll be any Chipotle stops for me, though, John. That would be hysterical if, if, if there were. <laughs> My son would like to go, though, that's for sure. Yes. We managed to call Sue while she's at a Chipotle. That's awesome. Speaking of Chipotles, and now I have broke my fitting rule because I did have two burritos this month. Mm-hmm. There is on our tour stops a stop in Denver. I'm not going to any Wait, Chipotle. Ch- chill out. There's two minutes from our tour stop. There's the original original before they became multiple restaurants the original chipotle and uh i'm dying to check it out and see how different the burrito is oh jesus chain burritos you do that and i'm gonna take the car and go to a health food store and buy myself some turkey Uh, i'm gonna do that every other damn day but i want an original chipotle burrito I'm, i'm glad for you i don't the cooler we have is massive by the way is it really good i'm gonna bring a bag of stuff that's just me that you don't have to worry about like you know like um Special we could fit small children foods. in there. Good, because I am bringing a small child to eat. Excellent. Excellent. That sounds um, delicious. We should point out, too, for those... I know we get questions all the time. I know that we've been having some technical... Norgal issues with yes. some of our sites. And Pottercast is down. And what's that web 
website, John. We have the tour dates up on a... Oh, yeah, pottercast.wordpress.com. Uh, well, pottercast.com goes there now. Oh, we does. Oh, okay. Oh, for now. What happened is that we need some, some replacement drives for our oldest <laughs> server, and they take a while to come, and we're just waiting for them to come and get installed. Um, yeah. And as soon as they it's get our installed... our oldest server. Our oldest server is like eight years old. Back, we call it Severus or Cerberus. Cerberus. Eight years old. Can you believe that it's even still alive? <laughs> no, it's not alive. Well, the drive not, aren't alive. How many computers do you guys have that you've used for eight years? I think my uh, shelf life uh, computers is maybe three years at the most. I usually go three with a computer. Um, but eight? Come on. Eight. So the drive- uh, and just think of traffic we've had on it, though. I mean, all the movies and book releases? Holy smokes. Uh, oh, God. It's, whoa. It's, it's like ending an era. Like, the guy actually asked me, what what should we do with these old drives? And I kind of wanted to, like, bronze them and <laughs> memorialize yeah. But, you know, yeah, whatever. They get destroyed, and, and new drives come, and then the server works again. But it's amazing <laughs> that, it, that it's only the drives that's broken. It's not like the processors. If the processors broke, we'd be really, you know, up something. So now the, that boring talk is over. Back to LeakyCon. What else did you guys get Leaky to Con. that you really oh, enjoyed? Oh, boy. Uh, I just really enjoyed the opening feast. Me too. Holy cow! I that actually like- did. I I want to. I, I I'll, I'll just talk about. It. I went and talked to as many people as I possibly could, and I know that there was some complaints that there wasn't chairs, but I had the best time of people sitting on the floor, just hanging out, talking. Uh, uh, butternut squash is oh ravioli or whatever that. Best food I've had in ages. It was it was wonderful, and I just had the best time. Though just it was more like a um, kind of like I don't know like family reunion kind of atmosphere. I I thought it was marvelous. I know that some people did not agree with it. But here's, I it was just here's why it is what it is. I've 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 heard people say, well, why was it a buffet? Every single welcoming feast at every conference besides. The only conference I didn't go to was Portis. The only Harry Potter conference of the, of the main ones that happened in the U.S. that I've gone to, that I haven't gone to is Portis. And every single one of the welcoming feasts is a buffet. So naturally, we're going to do a buffet when you have yeah, a buffet. Yeah, why the hell not? It's just it makes more sense when you have a buffet. You have uh, buffet seating, so which means less than what you anticipate. Well, the way we planned LinkyCon was basing it on estimates with advice from other conference planners about what to expect. Naturally, our audience is going to be different than the, the other <laughs> otherwise conference-going audience. Um, and we didn't expect everybody to come in at once and want to sit immediately. You know, um, we didn't expect, for instance, we, we got very specific advice on how many people we can expect to attend the breakfast on Sunday. Apparently, about twice as many showed up. At LeakyCon. So, like, you know, so there's, mm. that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of learning. We needed, we needed to hear all this stuff, um, ahead of time. So, thank you for your respectful feedback. We've gotten, let me tell you, these, these surveys are coming in, and I have never seen a positive response rate like this. Never. I've seen, we see surveys on, when we do stuff on Pottercast, you get, there's a certain percentage good to bad that you can expect. This is like, outstanding, like, it's outstanding. The girls who ran this, this conference really should give themselves a huge pat on the back. We have a couple of really wonderful, respectful, and useful critiques. A couple of disrespectful ones, which I'm telling you now, get discarded. If you have if you have the energy in you to be mean to us, we don't want your advice. But the useful, wonderful, um, detailed feedback we got from LeakyCon is only serving to make LeakyCon 2011 just the most awesome thing mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. Oh God. It's, ugh, it was wonderful. Sorry, I just want a little rant there, but no, I'm glad that people are filling out the surveys. I'm glad to hear that. That's that's yeah. wonderful. Um, you, you know, 
Go ahead, John. Oh, I mean, this is so useful contribution here, but a tortellini and ravioli and little <laughs> little mini taquito thingies and chips and pico de gallo and and carved turkey and rolls and mashed and potatoes rolls and oh my a God, mashed potato mashed bar potatoes. with sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and all the fixings and holy cow okay. well the other thing awful. that I really love sorry John not just about the food the only thing that I really really loved about well there's so many things that I loved but the other thing that I really enjoyed about LeakyCon was uh, the Fountain of Fair Fortune musical which we talked a little bit about before we started recording did any of you guys get to see it? I can for the tail very end yeah I'm yeah, she's uh, Lena. I, I I just love her. I just I'll, I'll rave forever about her. But she's marvelous, and I'm glad. So, Melly, talk. What did you think? I mean, what was your just to see all that put into uh, a musical? Well, it was extraordinary. That was the morning of the fire alarm, and the night before, Stephanie from uh, LeakyCon said to me, um, "What what do you need for me in the morning?" And I said, "To be frank, the thing that I need more than anything in the world is." 8 to 10 a.m. is mine. No one calls me. Just nothing. Of course, 8 o'clock in the morning, we're outside at a fire alarm. So I'm like scram- wow. scrambling to do prep for the Michael Goldenberg thing, prep for podcast, prep for my um, for something else right in the morning, and it's like a nightmare. So I, to- I, couldn't, I couldn't get there. Um, I stopped in briefly with Michael Goldenberg because we were, sign- we were getting him his pass, and then I, I caught the end because Pottercast was there right afterwards. And I couldn't believe it. Like, I heard the Fountain of Fair Fortune musical was going to be good, but I couldn't believe the sounds I was hearing and the, the vast, awesome audience that was there to see it. So, um, <laughs> Lena passed on a, a CD to give to Michael Goldenberg of it because he was interested when she told him what, what, what she had done. And uh, <laughs> I stole it from him. And I said that I would put it on my computer and then, you know, and, and send it to him. And I finally just listened to it. And this is the point you of my story. You better send that on. I will. This is the point of my story. Is that it is marvelous. It is honestly a spectacular piece of music. And I encourage you all to look it up online and get it because it's beautiful. Uh, they're going to be doing it at Ascatraz, too. Ooh. Great. So I'm psyched about that. So you're going to be at Ascatraz. I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't know. I can't make any promises. Although Melissa has threatened to, like, fish me across the sea. Yes. As a state. She's going to um, set a mooshka after you with a... With a blade. <laughs> you're so. You're, She's you're, threatening enough, but Muchka plus blade is like holy cow. He could take down a, a cow. Anyway, um, I am hopeful to come to it. I know that a lot of people are coming. I know that um, there's still. Uh, we are doing a, a, a leaky mug. Is that yes, still on? The leaky mug. Yes. On the Wednesday, I want to say Wednesday night is when we all go see the movie. Oh right, right. Wednesday no night. wait, is that right? Yeah, there's like a 9 p.m. screening. Wednesday, is it Wednesday night? God, uh, it was supposed it. to be. It was supposed to be an IMAX, but we all know what happened there. Right. Poor, poor Escatras. They can't catch a break, man. First the date changes, then the IMAX changes. Oh no. So are we seeing just a regular copy now? Just a regular copy. Poor, poor fans. Come on, like we need 3D yeah, to have fun. Just a regular one. Okay. Well, they're going to announce, like, sorry, actually, now we're just going to show you a downloaded pirated copy instead. <laughs> downloaded. We're not releasing it for real anymore. Downloaded pirated. Uh, but that's going to be um, fun. And- it is. Yeah. Just like a- I know. Uh, it's been a-, a long time since we had a leaky mug. Are I you? Know, a- I just packed up the leaky mug sign out of the apartment. We, st- we had it hanging up on the wall. Wow. That one from Lumos we made forever ago. Wow. Wow. You bring it on tour so we can put it up at the thing? 
I, I don't need to bring it like on the whole tour if we're going to be in LA before Ascachez, so I'm going to leave it here. Melissa, are you doing a, a thing for your book? At I am doing a signing and a, and a talk at some point. I don't know that I don't have the day yet. Um, okay. We're also doing a panel on podcasting in 2009, and I have the time for that somewhere. Watchpodcast.com will we'll tell you when we're going to be where. And I'm also yes. on a panel about about social networking, about Harry Potter social networking, and that's Monday at 9.30 in the morning. Oh. And anybody who gets up that early to come to that gets an extra hug. Oh. Cool. I mean, did they find out you were, like, one of the most subscribed celebrity Twitters since Shut Steve up. Jobs? And- Shut up. I, John's going to be joking about this forever, so I should explain. I found really amusing that on a list of quote-unquote celebrity Twitters was my name, and I was next to... Ariana Huffington and Steve Jobs, and it's like the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. So John has found it really funny as well, and has found the need to tease me about it all the time. Well, I mean that's a pretty big honor. I mean that's not even alphabetical order there. There's not nothing, even alphabetical order. Not even close to alphabetical order. So yeah. it's just like, all right, we got Steve Jobs, check. Uh, all right, to- Huffington I, girl, check. Told- well, wait, <laughs> Nelly. Told- I told John this is just to say. John, is this not the stupidest thing you've ever seen in my life? But I should know better th- by now that John's going to turn this into a joke. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. It's stupid. Uh, Somebody needs. To I want. I want you to review our, our movie, and then we'll have like the blurb at the at the back of it be like celebrity Twitter. Or Melissa and Ali says, "Shut up! Great. You're, you're so mean to me. Why are you so mean? <laughs> what are you mean? It's not mean." You hate me. I wish I was a celebrity Twitterer. Hey, speaking of Twitter, didn't we um, promise people that uh, if I get, uh, what was it, 3,000 or 4,000, whatever it was, uh, followers, that uh, that after after you get your followers um, and you give Muchka a bath, then I'll give Muchka a bath. So wait, how is this now? Because right now I've got, let me check, it's 3754. So there's 200... If I get 245 more followers before I leave for tour, which is like Thursday, um, I will bathe Muchka and video it, which I'm telling you might end my life. Right, right. But (laughs) if I some miracle, I I get to whatever number I need to get to, then then, then following the the Muchka bath um, with Melissa, where Muchka gets out of the tub and she's finally starting to like stop shaking and like come back down to reality, then I will pick her up and give her a second bath and uh, and film this one. That we're not torturing Muchka. Muchka's actually owed... It's not torture, no. No, She's not like full submersion here. No, no, no. She's actually owed a bath with this like thing I have, like this like special cat shampoo I'm supposed to do forever, but I haven't I've been very scared to give her this bath. Oh, nice. So it's, it's it's something that has to happen anyway, but um, yeah. So right. if you if you want that, you're gonna have to tell people your Twitter followers to follow us, and you can't put yeah. the ets on in the beginning of your tweet because uh, that means that only the people who already follow us will see it. Yeah, indeed. So what you know what I'm following? I'm gonna follow LeakyCon 2011. Yes, shameless. Absolutely. Okay. LeakyCon 2011. <laughs> if LeakyCon 2011 gets to 10,000 followers in a week, all of LeakyCon will give Mushka a bath. In 2011. Ooh, God, this, this, this is like that VH1 show, like worst week ever. Like here, Muchka, <laughs> like this sucks. My cat, my poor poor. It's been cat. a terrible week for Muchka. She's got all these bats coming her way. <laughs> Cut right. to the interview of Like, what did I do? All can right. I can I say one thing before we move on to whatever else? Um, I wanted to say thank you to Michael Goldenberg. Not that he's going to listen to this, but I just thought. 
I don't know. He was a marvelous. He, that's one of my favorite parts of WikiCon. I must admit, as when he was talking about this, he gave us so much insight. And I think the the chance, the opportunity for fans to hear from a screenwriter on on this scale was just rare and extraordinary, and it was amazing. And he spoke very frankly, I thought, about the process of screenwriting. And he talked about the scene. What did he say, Melissa, about what, when Ron and, and Order of the Phoenix? Was was coming in? Which one? Uh, um, when right after you know they had said, oh, after Seamus had said, anyone want to give uh, Harry a hard time? And uh, uh, right, and then Ron turned up like Ron, and then say what the line that he said that should have been in there. It was it was amazing because it was my favorite. Um, you remember what I'm talking? Did they come? Oh yeah, something about getting a fistful of Weasley. Yes, yes. he yes. said a line that, they, that it was. It was everybody was laughing too hard when they were filming it, so they couldn't they couldn't do it. But there was a line in there originally about about somebody wanting to get a fistful of Weasley, and they just could not stop laughing enough to put it into the into the film. <laughs> I think great. that I'm going to challenge your rock star or run to the rockers. Please write that song, a fistful of Weasleys, but it needs not to be a violent song oh, or something. The I just Draco's think- will write it, and it will be violent. That would be oh, awesome. yes. Well, they play group bluegrass music too, so they I don't did. know. They played bluegrass, but seriously, that ta- I, let me tell you. By the time I got to the Michael Goldenberg talk on Saturday, I was I was like a voice and a rudimentary brain inside a body. Like there is none of me left um, at the end. So I was really worried about that coming off coherent because I was so out of it. Um, he is marvelous. He was just great. He just was excited to share mm-hmm. all of this with with everybody and. Um, that's going to be on the DVD, so if you missed it, uh, you should. Good. Sure. He was very cool. And I, I hugged him, too, when I was... You did, and we can't say much about it, but he did He did, He did. did sit down with some leaky staffers and, and, and talk for a little while, and that was nice. That was really, yes. really cool. Yes. All right, so um, enough with LeakyCon. Enough of the... I guess we'll, we'll talk more about it in the wrap-up, but why don't we go to this week's news, who's... Mm-hmm. What's in the Believe news? it or not, we we have loads of news. I, I I mean, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, and there has been an extraordinary amount of news. I mean, and the reason is because obviously we're getting ready for the release of a film. But I, before we even get into the film news, I want to talk about some other things. This is very cool about some of the cast members and what they're doing. Um, first, we saw just today some new photos from Rupert Grint's new movie, um, Wild so Target. What photos? Of he has a new movie oh. called Wild Target. Rupert Grint, you know him. Kind of red-haired dude. Some new photos. Not nude, John. Nude. God, you gave me a heart I attack. I knew where your brain was going with that one. Just hush. And also, we saw some fabulous photos from Emma Watson, who is now the face of Burberry. Uh, Burberry? She's gorgeous. That? It must be said. She's, She's just stunning. Oh, I mean, oh, she just oh, looked God. amazing. Classy I mean, for, and gorgeous. Yeah. That's really prestigious to become a uh, spokesperson for one of these, um, you know, fashion houses is really a big deal. And uh, yeah, and she's got Chanel she, under her belt now, Burberry. Like, geez, geez, lady. I know. <laughs> um, you know who else we also saw photos of we hadn't seen in a while was our most favorite author of all, Miss Joe Rowling. Yep. Oh. Did you see her? She was at the um, Riza Gorbachev uh, fundraiser that they have every year um, for charity, and Joe was hanging out. <laughs> With uh, Mr. Gorbachev, and uh, just uh, she looked gorgeous. She was wearing a beautiful blue gown, and her hair. I don't know. There was one photo, um, and I saw it, and I and I, 
plus our galleries are down, but hopefully we'll have it up. But if you can see it, on the, it was so beautifully twisted and woven in the back. I mean, it must have took her the whoever forever to do her hair. Joe just she just rocked the world. So it was great to see Joe because we hadn't seen her in a while. So I don't know if you saw those. I didn't get a chance to see those, and I'm I'm, I'm regretting it now. <laughs> to go to Leaky because yeah. I saw the article, but I didn't click on the, the yeah. image. Some of the stuff would be going. Uh, to, I, I must apologize too to other websites because they always say, "Please, can you all host us?" Because sometimes we tend to flatten websites when we come to them. And <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Our, our galleries will be up soon. We promise. We have solved so much stuff for Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince over the last couple of weeks. I can't. I can't even. I can barely keep up. Yeah. Um, first of all, the game. I mean, seriously, Mel, it's just madness. Warner Brothers oh. decides. Okay, we're almost at thirty days. Boom! Here you go. Vomit. I haven't seen or watched any of it. I'm not. I refuse. I'm not. I'm not watching clips or looking at pictures anymore. I haven't. I spent a month. It's been at least a month or two. Wow, that's incredible. Wow. I want to have a nice new experience watching this movie. But I'm still excited for you to tell me about it, so please continue. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing is really cool, like uh, the video game, which is coming out in just a few weeks on June 30th. Um, they let us know about a, a, a Facebook page for the game. And you're actually, if you become a fan of it on Facebook, um, you'll get to see some new trailers and stuff, which have been uh, are wonderful. It look really wonderful. But um, and I can't even keep up with all the scans, John, so don't go on Leaky, because there's these Panini um, stickers from Italy. Panini? Panini. Panini. Like, like panini. sandwiches? It is. They're called panini. And I'm, if I'm saying this wrong, I, I apologize. No, no, but I'm panini. pretty sure there, we saw so much. I mean, stuff of Slughorn and Haggard getting drunk. We saw nice. Haggard. Um, but I think at this point, between the stuff and then what Warner Brothers has released, I cannot believe it. But I think we've seen Dumbledore actually in the moment, too. No. I, I've just, there's a flash. Come on, no, come on, not no. Not the actual, like, Avada Kedavra moment, but just, like, the last, if you guys look carefully at all the stuff that Warner Brothers has released, I know people are out there, they're like, yeah, I, I feel like I've seen almost the entire movie by now. That's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm glad that I'm not following as closely because, yeah. I feel bad for I mean, if you are interested in following things closely. No better place to do it than on Leaky. Well, Leaky news um leaky dash cauldron dot org. But otherwise, you know. Um yes. So we did see a really good interview from our friend Ivana Lynch though. I love her. <laughs> she is awesome. Melissa, do you want to talk about the part where she was talking about shipping? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the cool thing this is, is awesome. that Ivana when we first met her was I mean, literally, she in front of somebody in which she had to speak, she would shake like a leaf. She was this very timid, completely overwhelmed by everything she was thrown into kind of person. And watching her interviews over the years has been so lovely because she's blossoming into somebody who's just very comfortable and gives a great interview because she's so cool. Um, and she just starts talking with this interviewer about shipping Dumbledore and Luna. <laughs> it's amazing. Because this is the ship I've never, like, I've never really heard people talk about until her. And I know she's talked about that with us in the past, but not in an interview. So she very seriously puts out there that she thinks that Luna and Dumbledore would be, would be suited. And I, I'm going to post this on Leaky eventually, but Leaky and I are now um, Harry Potter examiners. I don't know if you guys know the examiner site. Um, It's basically, they have people blogging of all, in all different points of interest. So I put an opinion, uh... Uh, article up on the Examiner site, and people were very, they were quite opinionated about it, so, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I can imagine. Forgetting that he's dead and gay. Um, yeah. I think it's possible. Why not? I mean, 
You know, I, I thought she, I, she, she, she backs up her claims. This is what's so great about her is that she will just, she's a fan of the series. I mean, we forget that too, that that's, you know, she came from being a fan and she, she had this extraordinary luck and she still remains a fan of the series. I, I loved her for that. I loved it. Also leaving out the massive age difference. Let's not forget that. Well, you know, that's all right. He's only 150 years old or something. Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John, are you here? Did we stun you? I'm here. I am here. All right, so pay attention to this new part because you can pay attention to this now. John, it is official. Lego Uh-oh. has officially announced they are indeed making the Harry Potter Lego game for years one through four coming out next March. I am very Why excited. Why only one through four? I, I don't know. You know, you know that there's more books than that now, right? Well, they're gonna, they're, I'm sure they're going to do five through seven, but maybe they didn't want to interfere with any other of the games that are still being sold. Yeah, no, so. provocative. You know. Right, right. And plus, it's coming out before the final movie is coming out. And I'm, I just know how their mindset is, and they're going to be like, oh no, we can't spoil it. You know. People love those games, those Lego games. I'm excited. They are the best. The Lego Star Wars one is my favorite, one of my favorite games. I feel like they should send us a copy so we can review it. I feel like you're right. I think so. I mean, we got, we got videos, such a big deal now. You can make a little video review with them. Like Someone in our chat just wrote, just wrote, Cedric is going to be the hottest Lego person ever. Totally will be. They, they should make him like a vampire. Is he going to dazzle us? There's a secret oh, dazzle button on him. He's, he's, he's the only character that sparkles in the game. He'll, he'll be the only out. one made of stone. Yeah. Stone Legos. Uh, red eyes. He's super fast. He's super strong. He's super perfect. He's super good hearing. Yeah. Okay. So what and else? he's gonna look down in concentration before he gives every every line. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just remember what I'm trying to say here. You're mean. You're mean. I would love it if like there, there's somebody making videos. Just the, the game just kind of inserts a little, a little, little teeny sparkle. Yeah, just as a nod. A little, little sparkling. Uh. Anyway. Um, um, okay, I want to talk about Deathly Hallows, though, too. We're just, um, we've had a lot of casting, and I feel kind of good. We're still rolling on our casting. And that they've cast um, a young actor named uh, Toby uh, Regbo, Rego for to play Teen Dumbledore. Oh. And, yes, and they've just now cast Charity Burbage, who's being played by Carolyn Pickles. Not Joe Rowling, everybody. Oh, Joe, you really missed out here on this. Everybody was like, Joe should play Charity Burbage. No, she should not. <laughs> Come on, mean. she's so fun though. She would totally be into that. Ew! Oh, it is a blonde actress. I don't want to kill Joe because I mean, she killed Joe. Charity suffers a terrible fate, and she's fed to Because he eaten by the snake. It's horrible. <laughs> it's not John. Uh, she yes. had a comment though, Charity. We we've learned about about her misdeeds throughout all seven books. She had a comment. Okay, you. Death Eater? I mean, what is the deal with you? Um, okay, now these are spoilers, but Uh-oh, they have released... Come on. Okay, John, I'm sorry, but they have released... For Deathly Hallows? No, this is for Hapla Prince. They have released the um, the track list for the score of the of the um, movie, and uh, that will be available on July 14th now. Oh. It looks fabulous. I don't, you know, we haven't heard any previews, but that was a kind of a big deal on some of the things that we saw. Hmm. But the last, I, 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 John, one spoiler. E e e. The Uh-oh. last title is called the Weasley Stomp. Yes. <laughs> I don't you know what that is. You are kidding me. 
No, I'm not. Stomp? The Weasleys, as awesome a family as they are, are not the focus of any musician's attention (laughs) at any time. I'm sorry. That is hilarious. I I, I love to know, like... What's what's the background to this? Did like Arthur and Molly get together? Did like you know? Let's morale's pretty low in the Weasley house. Let's write a song in the living room tonight. Oh come on! This is about Quidditch. You know it. What? It's about Weasley is our king. That's what that's about. No. Okay. Well. It'll be the him cheering in the stands when he wins. That might make slightly more sense. Look how everyone are saying it's the hoedown. We clean the dishes with charms. We have a clock that you can see where we are. Stomp, stomp. Nice. Look out for the gnomes. You have to throw them out the yard. Stomp. I don't see this song being of interest to anybody but the Weasleys, though, so. I don't know if it'd be worth We have to throw producing. down the gnomes. Thank you, John. Good lord. We have to throw down. Yep. The Look out for our flying car. Don't tell the muggles. Stomp, and stomp. what's the what's the thing in the what's the thing in the attic? The ghoul in the attic. Oh, we have a ghoul. It's got spoltergeist. It's not a so metaphor. What? He's got what? It's not a metaphor. What'd you say before like that? I always thought it was. What? What'd you say before that? Spoltergeist or whatever they called it. Spattergrit, you dork. Spattergeist? Spatter say Spattergeist. I say Spoldergeist. That's what I said. It's just a different pronunciation. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. You're from New York. Come on. All right. Give some black. Right, 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 right. 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 What's happening? What's happening? Choose. What else? Okay. Um, this is kind of cool. Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, they've done this in the past, though, but they have a train that is now traveling around France. And it has shown, um, they had the uh, opening up for it, and Bonnie Wright and Tom Felton and the Phelps uh, brothers were there. And, and in the train, it has an extraordinary amount of props, which I hope will eventually come to the um, Harry Potter exhibition. But you can see, like, some of the amazing hangings that were in Slughorn's party. I mean, Luna's uh, costumes are in there. All the stuff from the Weasley Wizards are in there. It is, it's, um, the videos of it are really amazing. But um, that's that's pretty cool deal that they're just taking it to the people that way and i just i don't know why they do it in france but there you go we did learn that um bonnie and phelps are going to be filming their scenes in july which is very interesting because everything's going to start heating up i know they're doing malfoy manor soon and then things are really going to start cooking and it's i know they filmed, they filmed the ron hermione kiss already <laughs> yes they did they did film it they did the big smooch has happened I heard that they, they made it like take six minutes. John. That's well, I heard they detoured to the room of requirement. <laughs> Did you just? Uh, I well, I mean, we should we should be be happy for the silence right now because it's all we're going to hear in the lead up to seven is about the kiss, the kiss, the kiss, the kiss, the kiss, the kiss, the kiss. That's right. That's all anybody's right. going to ask them. So be ready. All right, our big number one news is by the time this is released, everyone, Harry Potter and Hapla Prince finally will be out in 30 days. It is an official runtime of 153 minutes. Are we sure this time, too? Are we positive? Yes. It's what? Yes, positive. It's 153 minutes long. You've, you've called everybody. You've gotten Alan Horn yes, on the horn. You know, like well, everything's set. Alan Horn is in his own Slytherin League, so I'm just going to say, but, you know, <laughs> that it's pretty official. So that's where we're at. Little two and a half hour movie should be good. Okay, excited. What's going to be two and a half hours? Half Holy cow! Yeah. What's yeah. what was the last one? What was Phoenix? 
Mm-hmm. Like 90 um, minutes? Two and a half hours. <laughs> two hours and like 10. I think, it was, I, think it, I think it was the shortest one. Yeah, like let's take the longest book and make it the shortest movie. It'll be a little really good. To hear Michael Goldberg talk about why it was that way made a lot of sense. It was a lot of stuff yeah. you didn't yeah. really need in a film. Right. Oh, Michael Goldenberg. Too many stories. Don't. Don't Too awesome. Everything, but he is wonderful. And But yeah, two and a half hours, I'm excited. So, um, And then we're doing something for the release, the tour, right, Melissa? With the podcast tour? Yes, the, the podcast tour will be in Los Angeles for the release of the film. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, Alley. It's going to be so much fun with, with three Miss Lupins. By the way, um, the podcast tour, by the time you hear this, will be underway. Go to podcast.com to find out where we are going to be. We're also going to email you pretty soon. If you if you, if you you did our survey a while back, we've got to request, yeah. and we will email you when we're in your area. Hey, I've got good news for the Ustream crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Um, we just recently acquired from our good friend Kevin Kabori a 3G laptop card, so we'll be able to do live tour vlogging from the van. Are you sure we're going to be able to handle video? I'm pretty sure we can give it a shot. Okay. And I'm going to try to set up a camera that will get the driver and then the passengers and then maybe a little out-the-window shot so people can see what we're seeing. Are you serious? Uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. We're just going to try. See if the laptop can handle it. Just the image of you in that car. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and speaking of tour also, um, if you've been to Pottercast.com, the temporary blog, um, there are flyers for every city now up there. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to get um, crazy my leaky points, as you may have been spammed into hearing about recently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all you need to do is, if you live in those cities, print out that city's flyer and um, hang it up around town and take a picture of yourself with it and send it in and you get like 30 my leaky points for every uh, picture every flyer you put up yes and I will I will send you a real email about that put it this way we have this thing called Melissa Graham on my leaky it's kind of like the Tom messages you get on MySpace like a valentine there's a reason that I'm the only one who sends them out and John just proved exactly why I missed my calling as a spam writer John has my login and um, not to my leaky, but to our admin section, because he needed it once. John took this as an invitation to use it again. Then to click on something <laughs> called Melissa Graham, write something in it, and press send. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the John Graham link was broken. There is no John Graham. It's for this reason. <laughs> because it was written exactly like one of those terrible emails you get from Sarah's. Are you interested in getting a huge XYZ? Okay? That's, that's now, how Now, who doesn't perk up as that? Everybody wants a huge something, okay. whether it's money or points or so food. The reason that I'm the only person who sends this out is to avoid stuff like that, and John just proved it. So I will be sending you out a real Melissa Graham with the info that doesn't look like spam pretty soon. Yes. It will be a, worded very nice and casually Instead of if you want Instead of 18 exclamation points. And then never mind that it came as though it was from me, because it's <laughs> I should have signed it. No, Sign you up. shouldn't have yeah. sent it. I know, but we've we've been over it. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, the John Graham for the next April. What else is? Is there any more news for the series? No. no, that's it. It's just all half blood prince, baby. Holy cow! I think that's we've done a whole podcast. Like a, that's not like a whole <laughs> podcast to me. We got things to do and people to see and boxes to put away and <laughs> boxes to put away, dials to twiddle. John oh, right. 
What? They're what was that? Well, hold on. They're asking about finding Hogwarts. They've been asking throughout the whole chat. So can you? Oh, I, I keep forgetting if we've talked about it during the show or just during the stream. No, but no, no. So that's one of, another great thing from LeakyCon that we haven't talked about. Another great thing in LeakyCon is the part where we premiered the trailer to the documentary film Finding Hogwarts, which is currently a work in progress and uh, hopefully will be completed uh, by fall. Um, there's a website, uh, FindingHogwarts.com, that is currently routing to our Twitter as we're constructing the actual website that will explain more about what the movie is about in addition to what you've learned from the trailer. Um, we have uh, Melissa took probably... 5,000 pictures while we were on our trip, and uh, we're going to pick some of our favorites and stick them up for the meantime. And, um, yeah, um, looking forward to um, having people learn more about it. Uh, We we recently uh, were given a a 30-minute slot at Azcatraz to um, show the trailer and to do a QA, and and uh, we will hopefully have... Uh, maybe a minute or so of additional stuff to show everybody who comes. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really uh, grateful for all the nice feedback we've gotten on YouTube and um, all the nice uh, favoritings and everything else that kids do on YouTube. And um, it's it's great. And uh, it's been real fun to see what people think the movie's about because... Um, yeah. It's uh, it's a very it's it's been a very interesting and uh, evolving process. To uh, um, finding Hogwarts has been it's you you could call it a, 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 a journey documentary, and its production has been a, a journey as as well. And so, um, some people might think they have an idea of what it's about. Um, and they might be f- familiar with with other other people who have uh, found Hogwarts, but this is uh, it's very different and very and very special to to us, and um, and to to hopefully uh, will be special to to all Harry Potter fans who have uh, a story about why Harry Potter is so important to them and well, what uh, the, and what they've done with uh, their passion for it. The idea that um, Brie came to me with when she approached. Uh, the people about going on going on the trip because this was this was originally Bree's Bree's concept. She's the director mm-hmm. um, of the film. Um, is is that yeah? Every, every every Harry Potter fan wants to go to Hogwarts. Every Harry Potter fan thinks they found it. Every Harry Potter fan does research to you know try and find the literal locations, etc. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> this is the common, very very common thing among Harry Potter fans. Can you find Hogwarts? And um, and. The idea was to go far further than the literal, and and that yeah. was what, that was the, that was the thing that was that was appealing, and is why we were able to, um, um, why I was able to take a week out of life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what you're saying is that uh, that is the. Um, the the interesting thing is my my first trips to London, uh, we tried to find um, the Leaky Cauldron. And um, based off of, you know, a couple clues, you know, possible clues. It's near a record store and a bookstore or whatever, stuff that's in the books. And it's like, that's fun. That's its own fun, separate thing. And there's a lot of places you can find by doing similar things. But uh, the funny thing is, is that in the middle of putting this movie together, uh, Joe actually released a comment saying something like, you know, there is no actual spot I had in mind when I wrote. Hogwarts. So I mean, there's descriptions of of you know 
nearby land and, and such, but but um, it's all there. There is no actual spot to be sluiced out of this. So 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 you know, for us to find Hogwarts isn't so much taking clues from the canon so much as it is talking to people and reliving our our experiences with Harry Potter and um, and talking to locals and and. Uh, and just getting their thoughts about where they think Hogwarts is. So I'll be very, very excited for more people to see more more of the movie, and uh, I think they'll yeah, hopefully the, enjoy it. The actual trip that's involved isn't, is maybe not even half of the idea. Yeah, the, the, the actual trip is, is a beautiful uh, uh, canvas to, to tell all of the stories, I think, anyway. So... More in the future. More in the future. Follow Finding Hogwarts at Twitter. Or at Finding Hogwarts. <sighs> Anything else? Mm-hmm. I can't think unless you're still scared of cats. You're not going to be scared of cats. You know, I am. Fri- I, I realized this last night. I am frightened of cats thanks to Muchka. You're a wimp. Just a random cat. Honestly, this random cat was poking around the apartment in the middle of the night. And I'm trying to, uh, um, you know, get around. Uh, and and move these boxes from place to place, and there's this cat is just screaming at me about something, and I couldn't proceed down that path. I had to walk around the other side of the pool to get around. You're a wimp. The whole. I mean, what's you don't know what it's going to do, and I had shorts on, so it could have just came at me with its claws, John. or its blade, and <laughs> just you, know. you can't risk that. You don't you know. You actually can. You actually can risk that. You, yeah. you don't speak their language. You don't know what they're thinking. I can't. You're just, you're just a wimp. They could be in a really bad mood. You're a wimp. Face I it, mean, Frankie is it. very brave. Frankie will go up to any random cat and pick it up like it's a baby. Like you can't. You can't do that. He cats will. And Mishka, yeah. Various creatures. You can't just assume well, that all cats are sweet. Especially if they're stray. You don't want to do that. Right. Frack has Frack has quite a lot of bravery with that. That's true. Well, Frankie will show you the scratches on his arms, like they're battle scars, and be like, "Oh, this cat! Oh, it was so yep. cute, but oh, it hated me." Well, by the time Frankie was had stayed here for a while, Muchka was letting him pet her. Muchka was letting him pick her up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. You know, well, it can be yeah. done. It can be done. When you can warm up to Muchka, she'll put out a little bit. She'll let you pet her. And... Thank you for that classic description. Okay, are well, we ready to do twiddle yeah. dials? All right, yeah. Oh, I guess until next time, kids. Keep twiddling those dials. And the next password is TOR. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night! (laughs) We've missed it. Dobby is free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. (laughs) Ew, there's something leaking out of your cauldron. It's getting all over my shoes. The cauldron's 